Thank you for supporting the media outreach of New Covenant Christian Ministries. Through the powerful preaching and teaching of Pastor Bill and Dr. Deanne Johnson, family relations are being restored. The wayward are returning to God. And together, we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Join us now for a message that will strengthen you in your faith and encourage you to be all that God has designed you to be. Um, We have been dealing with this subject matter of what to do when you are feeling overwhelmed and facing um, despair. What to do when you're feeling overwhelmed and facing despair. This is a psalm of lament written by Asaph, and I'll begin reading in verse 1, and I'm reading from a New King James Version. It says, I cried out to God with my voice, to God with my voice, and he gave ear to me. In the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. My hand was stretched out in the night without ceasing. My soul refused to be comforted. I remembered God and was troubled. I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. Skip down to verse number 10. He says, And I said, This is my anguish, but I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember your wonders of old. I will also meditate on your work and talk of your deeds. Your way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God? You are the God who does wonders. You have declared your strength among the peoples. You have with your arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you. They were afraid. The depths also trembled. The clouds poured out water. The skies sent out a sound. Your arrows flashed about. The voice of your thunder was in the whirlwind. The lightnings lit up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your way was in the sea. Your path in the great waters, and your footsteps were not known. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. We've given you um, several statements, and the primary statement has been this one, the decisions that you make during during times of despair can bring about your deliverance. The decisions that you make during the times of despair can bring about your deliverance. We know now that we all experience despair. We all experience despair, but this despair leads us to a time of questions because we want to find out why is this happening and furthermore, why is this happening to me? 
So we start asking questions. We last week dealt with the questions and we won't go through those this week. He asked six questions. Uh, but you, I want to let you know there's light at the end of the tunnel. There is a deliverance. In fact, your deliverance already has been stamped on your calendar. You just haven't seen it yet. There is a deliverance. Come on, say, there is a deliverance. Now, there is a deliverance because there is a deliverer. That's what I'm talking about right there. I said there is a deliverance because there is a deliverer. And I want to encourage you, don't just go through it, grow through it. Did you hear me? I said don't just go through it, grow through it. So what I'm getting at is this, whether you know it or not, your despair, the times of feeling overwhelmed is really you're in school. It's, your, it's, it's the time of schooling for you. It's the time of teaching. It's the time when you begin to learn and learn and learn. And what you're learning about, you're learning the strength that you have. Because the Bible tells us that if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. And you're learning that You are built for this. You are wired for this. But more importantly, and I want to deal with this part of it, you're learning who God is. (laughs) You're getting a fresh view, a fresh glimpse of God. Here is Asaph feeling overwhelmed, saying, God, what's going on? And then he began to do something and, and and we dealt with that in the first sermon. He began to remember meditate and talk. He had to remember what God has done, meditate on that, and then talk about who God is and his wonders. When you get to um, verse number 13, he says something very interesting. He starts talking about your way. He says, your way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Now, the New King James Version uses this word sanctuary. That's really not the best translation of the word. If you look at other versions, it says, your way, O God, is holy. So if you do a word definition of this, you'll find out that that fits the context better He's trying to describe the ways of God. And so what I'm getting at is this. When you are, uh, have gotten your deliverance, this is what's going to happen. You are going to gain a fresh view of how God works. Because he said here, he says, your way, oh God, is in the sanctuary. You're going to see how great God is. And then he says, Who is so great a God as our God? What happens is this. When you're dealing with difficulty, what you and I tend to minimize God. You tend to minimize how great God is. And so during this time, uh, you're going to learn how, you're going to begin to see how great God is. He said, God, I didn't know that you were great like this. 
he says, then he began to look around. He says, who is so great a God as our God? Then he says, You're one, you, you, you are the God who does wonders. You have declared your strength among the peoples. So what he's saying is this, God, I did not know that you could do what you did. God, I did not know that you had the ability to come through like you came through. How many have gone through something and then you got a greater glimpse of God after you've gone through? You say, I didn't. In other words, I knew that you were the provider, but I didn't know you were a healer too. I, or I knew that you were a healer. I didn't know that you were a protector. Let me tell you something. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. Years ago, uh, we were in Shoney's restaurant uh, after, after a Wednesday night Bible study, Dr. D and I and, um, and some friends of ours and, and some of their children. And so here we were. Uh, were you there with us that night? Okay. But anyway, so we were in that restaurant and um, all of a sudden a robber came in and he, he, he you know, had the gun and he said, get on the floor, get on the floor, get on the floor. And, and we got, of course, we got on the floor and we were literally under the table. The strangest thing began to happen. We were under the table and we started laughing. It was, I, I can't explain it. I wouldn't advise you to do it. We weren't laughing out loud. But I mean, it was the peace of God. See, I knew God to be a provider, but I didn't know he was a protector like that. Are you understanding? And so all of us were under there laughing. Then finally, when it was all over, the robber left. Then the little kids, one of the little kids started crying, and we had to comfort them. But what I'm getting at is this. We began to see God in a different way. And what I'm, you have to understand, don't waste what it is you are dealing with. Learn from it. Grow from it. Get a greater glimpse of who God is. Listen, the, no wonder the psalmist said, magnify the Lord with me. To magnify something doesn't mean you physically make it better. You just increase your view of it. When we say magnify the Lord, that doesn't mean God's going to get any bigger. You know he's big already. But what happens is you begin to get a wide zoom approach. Oh God, you are amazing. Who is so great a God as our God? You are the God who does wonders. You have declared your strength among the peoples. So you begin to see how great God is. Now, another thing you're going to see in terms of a fresh view of God is this. You're going to see who God redeems. (laughs) Look at the text. It says, verse 15, you have with your arm redeemed your people. You see that? Now, it doesn't stop there. 
Asaph said, you've redeemed your people. But just to give the full scope of who God's people is, he said, you have redeemed, listen, your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. What's the significance of that? Now, let's, we understand Joseph. Joseph was the son who had the coat of many colors. He was the dreamer. He was the one we find that, you know, he told his brothers, I see you bowing before me. He was the favored one, Mr. Goody Two Shoes. He was the one who didn't have uh, all of the stuff in his closet, in other words, to come out. He was the one who resisted Potiphar's wife. He was the one who had character. And Asaph writing said, you have redeemed your people, the sons. And I'm going to skip over. He said, Joseph. Now, we get that. I can see, God, that you can redeem Joseph. But Asaph said, and Jacob Now, Jacob was a trickster. Jacob was the heel grabber. Jacob was the one who stole the birthright. Jacob was the one who we start talking about Jacob. God had to change his name. But he's not only redeemed the Josephs. Oh, some of you need to know. He redeemed. Do I have any Jacobs? In other words, see, I wasn't always like I am right now. I can't stand here and say I always had it together. I got a little trickster in me too. You know, uh, don't sit there and look at me like you so innocent. You know good and well what I'm talking about. You know there are some things in your life that you are not proud of and God in his mercy redeemed you anyway. He began to show you his grace, show you his forgiveness, show you his kindness while you were yet a sinner. He died for you. He didn't wait for you to get it together. He began to reach out his arm. His loving kindness was given to you, although you know good and well you didn't deserve it. He not only redeems Joseph, but he redeems Jacob. Now, what I love about him, he changes Jacob. He transforms Jacob. So in this, ladies and gentlemen, you learn how great God is in this in terms of when you gain this fresh view of God, you learn who God redeems. Now, here's the last thing. You not only learn how great God is, who God redeems, but you learn how God leads. How God leads. Look at verse 16. 
he began to reflect back on Israel's history, seeing how God led them. Notice he's referring to, uh, let's just read it, verse 16. The water saw you, O God. The water saw you. They were afraid. The depths also trembled. The clouds poured out water. The sky sent out a sound. Your arrows also flashed about. The voice of your thunder was in the whirlwind. The lightnings lit up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Verse 19, your way was in the sea. Your path in the great waters and your footsteps were not known. Stop right there. In other words, God of all the ways you could have taken them. He's referring to when they got to the Red Sea. And he's saying mountains on one side, on both sides, Pharaoh's army behind them. We understand, okay, there's a, in the sea in front of them, they don't have boats. You understand? So let's just go through a logical deduction. If we are going to have to find a way out because we're trapped, he's, the first thing we're going to rule out is the sea. Because why in the world would we try to take over a million people through a sea? We don't have that. We don't have boats. They're walking. So perhaps we would have a committee meeting and we call the meeting to order, Brother Moderator, I make a motion that we take the mountain on the east side or the west side. I make a motion. Let's go this way. Let's go. Let's take this particular mountain. After all, we have a chance of climbing up these mountains. Well, no, Brother Moderator, before we make a vote on that, I would like to submit that we at least turn around and try to fight the enemy behind us because it's a lot of us. And so at least we can start attacking them. Then, okay, they begin to get ready to take a vote. Moses is praying on God what to do. And he's, God says, what's in your hand? Well, he doesn't have an arrow in his hand. He doesn't have a spear in his hand. He has a rod in his hand. And God will cause you to use what you got to go where you need to go. What he's saying is this. He said, God, I need to know what you need, what your direction is on this. I need to know how you're going to lead me in this. And God told him, go forward. Stretch out what you got and go forward. Lord, forward is water. Forward is a sea. And God said, go. In other words, take the one path that you ruled out. Take the one that you have already given up on and say, no way that can happen. I need you to go ahead and take that 
past because what you don't know is this. My way is in the sea. My way, in other words, I'm leading you to a place you don't see. I'm leading you a way that you aren't familiar with. You don't know your navigation system doesn't even plug into this because you've not gone this way before. You've never done this before. Now, he's seen the plagues. He's seen a number of things. He's seen the miracles. He's seen blood or rivers turning to blood, but he's never seen waters part. All of a sudden, he said, what I want you to do Take what I gave you, because what I gave you is enough to get you where I want to take you. Take what I gave you, because what I gave you is enough to get where I want to take you, where I want to bring you to. So he raised the rod, and all of a sudden the wind started blowing, and the waters began to dry up. Notice how he described it. He said, your way, God, was in the sea. And then he says, your path was in the great waters. But listen, listen how he further describes it. The latter part of verse 19, your footsteps were not known. In other words, I did not see that one. I thought that I knew God. I thought that I'd seen him do some amazing things, but none of us came up with that one. Nobody voted and said, let's go through the sea. But he said, God, that is your pathway. The New Living Translation of that verse said, your road led through the sea. Your pathway through the mighty waters, a pathway no one knew was there. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Please put that up in the New Living Translation. Verse number 19, please put that up because they need to see it. Verse 19 again of the New Living Translation. Your way was in the sea. Your road led through the sea. Your pathway through the mighty waters, a pathway, I love it, no one knew was there. No one but God. So what I'm getting at is this. God's already made a path that you haven't even seen yet. God already has made a way that you haven't even You think you know. You think, but what I'm getting at is this. God has already seen you on the other side of the thing that you think you cannot cross. That's the God we serve. No wonder we're talking about all this bow down and worship him because nobody could do what our God does. Nobody could make a way in the sea. Who would have thought? After all that you have seen, that God could exceed what you've seen already. 
See, I know there's some of you, you say, God, God, I know you've done some mighty things in my life and you've been good to me. Oh, he said, but I've got some more you've not even seen. I've got some stuff for you. You think the 10 plagues was something. Watch this. Watch this. Watch me make a way in the middle of a, of a, of a sea. He said, it's already there. The issue is you didn't know it. So don't just go through it. Grow through it. Gain a greater glimpse of God. When we're feeling overwhelmed, yes, we're going to have times when we're feeling overwhelmed. We're going to have to make some decisions. And those decisions will bring about our deliverance. But I want to encourage you in this. Make sure you keep following. Make sure you keep following. Make sure that you keep following because you're going to gain a revelation an insight, a new view of who God is and what he can do, you're going to begin to see that he's a great God, that he can redeem anybody. And you're going to see that he has ways that you didn't even know about. Amen. Let's give him praise. We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or visit our website at www.newcov.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services. Once again, thank you for receiving the living word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries, where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.